My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. Perhaps we have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily. I am your host, Ash Epp. At least I'm your host for now. We're expecting Joe. Um, but uh, I'm excited to be with you guys as always. And uh, we've got a lot to talk about today. So I want to start because this morning after an absolute fire show that uh, that Joe had with with CanCon looking at what's going on in Lake V Hobbs. And, and there's so much in that show that they didn't get to um, get to cover, but uh, absolute fire show. But uh, Joe did not uh, did not mention the facts blast. And I want you guys to, to understand what we're what we're talking about this week on the facts blast is all about they're coming for your children. So we know that uh, that that you know CRT Joe this week has been talking about the the Douglas County um, Pride Fest that we had here in in Douglas County Colorado uh, last weekend. Um, it's 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 rumored now that the uh, county commissioners may uh, prohibit Pride Fest from coming back. So you know silver lining to the uh, entertainment flashing children is that they may never able, be able to do it again so that's great but they are coming for the kids and they're coming for the kids on on, on multiple fronts so on uh on sunday on the facts blast we talked about the border and specifically the story of the organ trade the child organ trade in addition to child sex trafficking and in addition to the drugs that are coming over the border the 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 reporting out of sarah uh, from of sarah carter um about what they're what they're doing with with just chopping up the babies and selling parts of them. I mean, this is an when we see such disregard for life, it's imperative for us to stand up and say something and do something. And that was what we talked about. So coming for for children, they're they're selling their parts. Uh, not just Planned Parenthood, living children as well. This is not made up. This is not conspiracy theories. This is ba the, the Sunday's Facts Blast based on Fox News reporting. I mean, say what you will. Uh, and then we talked about the the predator on Monday, the, the, the predator that was uh, in California that was going to meet a nine-year-old, a six-year-old, and a one-year-old. And the... I believe their name is predator poachers if i'm not 
I'm mistaken, that they had um, they, they had stacks of evidence. They had all of the text messages. It's in the fax blast from Monday. Go back and and check that out. If you're missing the uh, the content on conservative da- conservative daily.com every day, you guys need to check it out. We're going to be building that out a whole lot more in the coming weeks. Um, anyway, fast forward to today. And uh, oh, yeah, as well, we talked about the technology and how the government and the uh, technology companies are colluding uh, to children, um, making your children consumers for life, getting them hooked on technology. Uh, today, we're talking about big pharma deaths. And um, when you, if if you pull up, I don't know if there's there's something wrong on my end. Um, nope, you're good. You there was a little up, glitch. I fixed it. Okay, cool. I, I saw it go weird. Thank you for that. Uh, so if you pull up the facts blast for today, the mainstream media, there's a lot of headlines out there right now about how parents aren't vaccinating their kids. Oh my gosh, the horror. Parents are deciding not to take, not to inject their children with experimental gene therapies. Um, well done, everyone who has not vaccinated your children. Uh, this is according to USA Today, quote, vaccinations for babies, toddlers, and preschoolers opened in June after months of delay, but only about 3.4% of children under two, under two, and 5.7% of children ages two to four have gotten at least one dose of the vaccine, according for CDC, according to CDC. Um, and then comes the gaslight, quote, any hesitation that a parent has always gets multiplied when the child is younger, said Dr. Daniel Blatt, an infectious diseases specialist at Norton Children's Hospital in Louisville, Kentucky. There's a perception among some parents of young children that COVID is always mild and that the vaccine is untested. But both of these ideas are untrue. Okay. Um, first of all, the vaccine is untested. When you look at the historical process by which they brought vaccines to market, the amount of trials and tests that the vaccine manufacturers would need to go through and the multiple rounds of FDA approval that vaccine manufacturers would need to go through before you could put shots in children's arms, this vaccine by comparison is untested. Sure. They tested on some animals and, you know, they they forced they forced the rollout in many states across our union. And so they've had a, a large scale experiment, but we still don't have any information on long term effects of these vaccines because we haven't had a long term since these vaccines were created. And so they're continuing to push and, uh, you know, then then you get into well, what do we know? And I want you all to remember, we had the the declassification of the Pfizer documents. Um, and in this, this article continues the, uh, the, the article about children's hesitancy, uh, quote, misinformation is still playing a part in people's hesitancy, said Dr. Mark Mester, chief medical officer at Nicholas children's health system in Miami. There's always going to be stories you read online that something coincidentally happened after receiving a vaccine. And it's tough to overcome that. So, uh, 
Yeah. So they're saying that anybody who's hesitant about this vaccine, about putting this this poison into children's arms is, uh, you know, has fallen prey to misinformation. And these are super, super safe and everybody should go out and, you know, vaccinate, vaccinate their kids four times. I want to remind you guys of an incredible article that uh, Dr. Naomi Wolf, we covered this when she um, when she published this. But as I was reading this information about misinformation, uh, you know, about the uh, the the vaccine injuries and how they're really, really pushing to vaccinate the kids. They really want to get shots in arms of the smallest children among us. Um, I was reminded of this piece called Facing the Beast that uh, Naomi Wolf uh, put on her Substack. And this this uh, sentence, this so so Naomi, Naomi Wolf, she's on Steve Bannon all the time, and she has really been digging into the Pfizer declassified documents. So you'll remember they wanted to hide these for 75 years so that generations pass away before, you know, we can find out what they did. Uh, court said no, and these have been released. Dr. Naomi Wolf and a team of people over at War Room and in, in her organization of, as well have been digging through and pouring through that. So this is this is the, the kind of summary paragraph here of what they found. Quote, when I saw the 18 months worth of sudden deaths, slow deaths, deaths, encephalitis, strokes, heart attacks, pericarditis, myocarditis, Julian Barr, Bell's palsy, MS, blood clots, lung clots, leg clots, blue-green breast milk, spontaneous abortions, stillbirths, neonatal seizures, neonatal multi-organ system failure, liver damage, kidney damage, suppressed lactation, suppressed sperm count, disrupted menses, all detailed in the Pfizer documents. When I saw the fact that 34,000 plus of the 42,000 plus adverse events cases itemized in the worldwide rollout of the Pfizer injections were sustained in the U.S. 34,000 of the 42,000 were sustained in the U.S., with the next largest group being sustained in Western Europe, and that the 56 countries around the world that also had Pfizer injections rolled out amounted to for only a bit of over 7,000 adverse events total. I knew I was seeing not just medicine gone wrong, on a massive scale, but rather that I was seeing an act of war. Uh, and end quote. That's from Facing the Beast, which is on uh, Dr. Naomi Wolf's Substack. So the, that that what I just read that that list of horrible adverse events is not from theirs, right? It's not from uh, from conspiracy theorists. It's not from frontline doctors, right? God forbid. Uh, it's from the Pfizer documents. It's from the, the, the Pfizer documents. This is what they found when they tested it. So remember that doctor up above, there's a perception among some parents of young children that COVID is always mild and the vaccine is untested, but both ideas are untrue. Well, if you want to say the vaccine is tested, I still maintain that we can't just change the, the testing protocols and parameters for how we bring vaccines to market because there's a crisis we don't want to go to waste. You can't just redefine what what vaccines being tested means by, oh yeah, we did, we did some quick testing and we can say it's testing now and everybody believe us, it's totally safe. And oh yeah, it's only been around for 18 months, but that's totally fine. Don't worry about it. What they tested 
or what they found when they tested was that paragraph that's included in the fact in the facts blast. So it it's not true that COVID is always mild, as the doctor said. Some people get very sick from COVID. Uh, there are vulnerable populations, the elderly, people with compromised immune systems. My mom has a compromised immune system. She doesn't have a spleen, which is a really important part of the uh, immune system. And she's almost died like a whole bunch of times. And so because of it, it's a key part of your immune system and she doesn't have one. So she gets sick with like really bad stuff a lot. When she goes to the hospital, she ends up with MRSA, that kind of thing. Um, and so she, uh, when, when this came out, when COVID came out, my fam my parents and I as well were, were scared because my mom has a compromised immune system. And, and like I said, she's almost died several times. Um, she stayed home. She didn't go out and, and interact with the, with the, general population because she has a compromised immune system and it's her responsibility to take care of her body. But I will tell you when these vaccines came out and, and my mother's uh, doctor is not pro-vax, not, or, or not anti-vax, he's very pro-vax, but they said to her, we don't know what this is going to do for you because you have a compromised immune system and there's just not enough data on this to, to know, I don't want you to take it. But they're shoving it. They're, 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 they're forcing this by penalty of losing your job, by penalty of your children not being allowed to go to school uh, in, in D.C. now. They have to be vaccinated to go to school. No, no, no exemptions. Um, this is, as Naomi Wolf said, an act of war. Oh, so let's get down. Um, if you could scroll down to the letter for the letter to Congress so everybody um, can see what we're doing. And I will I'll give you guys a little bit of um, of a preview when we uh, on, on tomorrow's Facts Blast. If you're watching the show, you get a, you know, an early an early glimpse of it. We are talking about the new Swedish research paper that shows that uh, the spike, the spike proteins that are in the vaccine are now genetically passed down to children. Um, so if you are, you know, a young 20 something and you, you know, want to keep your job. So you got vaccinated. There's a good, there's a good chance you're going to be sterile. Um, there's also, if you are able to have a child, you are passing down the altered DNA um, and we go into it in great detail in tomorrow's Facts Blast. So for today and tomorrow, when we, you know, we we always have a demand for remedy. And it's a little tricky, right? Because this is the federal government. And as a constitutional conservative, I don't want the federal government to fix all of our problems. So a lot of these uh, these demands for remedy are about them, you know, pressuring the, the people who should fix the problem or, uh, you know, using their voice and telling us where they stand, right? But in today and tomorrow's Facts Blast, this actually is a demand for remedy for the... Um, the federal government. And so if you scroll down to the letter to Congress, I'm going to go past um, the, the paragraph that I already read. Uh, so, you know, there's that that paragraph from Naomi Wolf's piece. And then all of those victims of big pharma have no recourse, regardless of whether they are adults or children, because Congress has given them immunity. 
the 2005 Public Readiness and Emergency Preparedness Act empowers the HHS secretary to provide legal protection to companies making or distributing critical medical supplies, such as vaccines and treatments, unless there is willful misconduct by the company willful misconduct the the knowing that that paragraph of uh, of adverse events horrible horrible adverse events um knowing that and continuing to push these vaccines feels like willful misconduct to me but i'm not a lawyer given the disclosures and the fact that pfizer continued administering these vaccines after they knew how dangerous they are you must investigate all the mass the vaccine manufacturers for willful misconduct worse the government pharma and the mainstream media who are beholden to government and owned by pharma continue to push for parents to vaccinate their children with this dangerous poison. Demand for remedy. Congress must repeal the PREP Act, remove current protections for pharma due to will willful misconduct and violation of the PREP Act, and enact a ban on all COVID-19 vaccinations for children, you must then investigate the worst crimes against humanity ever perpetuated on American soil. You must face this. If you continue to bury your head, you reveal yourself, remember your oath. So this this week, it's all about our kids. Um, there's more horrifying stories coming out over the next few days about ways that they are targeting and coming after our kids. Um, but, you know, we really, we. we our voice is what we've got. It's it's the biggest weapon that we have is to stand up and say, no, enough. I'm not going to let you come any further. And we need we need to use that. So I want to just say, if you are a conservative daily member, you can send this fax, the fax to Congress. There's one every day, seven days a week. You can send it for free to your two senators and your legislator every day for free. And, you know, when when we're looking at this when we see these numbers of faxes that are going out to uh, to all these these legislators' offices. It's it's really encouraging. Um, when President Trump was raided, we sent almost twenty thousand faxes to Congress that week. And if you're a conservative Daily member, you can do it every single day for free. And so I want everybody to consider becoming a conservative Daily member. We are uh, working to pack tons of value into this membership. I was having conversations about this uh, earlier today, um, but but we're going to we're definitely going to make this worth your while. It's going to be, you know, uh, members only content. Um, but that that fax blast pricing, you know, you look and you're like, oh, I can send it to the whole Congress, but it's one hundred and forty nine bucks. Those prices go down like seventy five to ninety percent when you become a conservative daily member and we can paper Washington, D.C. with uh, on the record communications faxes are, are, are you know, I'm summarizing the, the, the statute, but on the record communications for uh, the federal government. And so we want to make sure that we're doing that. Mr. Producer, what else do we have? What's up on uh, on the docket here? Uh, 15. All right. Seven. Yeah, please. Let's go ahead. So I want you to play um, because I want to remind people. And this morning um, I was I was in the studio with producer Zach while Brian and, and Joe were talking about this F-15 clip that Biden put out again. Um, and and Brian's like, remember, somebody before the election said that you're going to need nukes and 
yeah, Biden. He's he's doubling down now. So can you play that first, uh, the one from several months ago first, please? And for those brave right-wing Americans who say it's all about keeping America, keeping America's independent and safe, if you want to fight against a country, you need an F-15. You need something a little more than a gun. No, I'm not joking. Think about this. Think about the rationale we use. So that was, that was the wrong one. Sorry about that. But yeah, that are. was, the, that was yeah. the one from that was from last night. Ash, I love you, and I apologize. <laughs> I will forgive you this time. Only fifteen lashes. Um, do we have the other one? I feel like I sent it to you. Today. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yeah. Let's go ahead and play that. And before we go on, we have a new sponsor of the show. That is American Hartford Gold. If you're like us here at Conservative Daily, you are growing more and more and you are concerned about the future. And how could you not be? Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing. Market experts like Jamie Dimon, CEO of JP Morgan, not only predict a recession, but are using terms like economic hurricane and unprecedented. If you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust, American Hartford Gold. They can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. All it takes to get started is a short phone call, and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. And they make it easy. They are the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the BBB and thousands of satisfied clients. If you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait. Call them now. Call 855-965-5545. That's 855-965-5545 or text the word FREEDOM to 998899. Again, that's 855-965-5545, or text FREEDOM to 998899. Enough rogue gun dealers feel like they they can get away with selling guns to people who aren't legally allowed to own them. And I might add, the Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon. Those who say the blood of the the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're going to have to move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not water with the blood of patriots. What's happened is that there have never been. If you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. The point is that there's always been the ability to limit, rationally limit the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it. I think we need to play number one, number one BS guy too, (laughs) because that is insane. Not to mention, so first, the second amendment does not limit who can own guns in this country. Uh, And so, you know, the, the so-called ruler of the United States needs to go back to, um, constitution class. Uh, also, uh, sure. You can have Canaan. Sure. You can have anything you want. And, um, uh, Mr. Producer, I'm sending you, uh, I just sent it. I didn't, I put it in the wrong channel though. I sent it to you as a DM. Um, I think we should throw, Throw that up on the screen if we get a second. So this guy is doubling down. Biden uh, got t- a ton of a ton of flack 
right? He got a ton of flack for the first time, the last video we just played, the first time that he made that comment. Uh, and he's doubling down. And he said it again. And I think, uh, actually, before you put that up, put um, let's play the first video again, because I want you guys to watch it again. But notice the crowd behind him. Like they're cheering for him a little bit, but when he drops this about the second amendment, it's, it's quite the reaction. Can you play the first video again, please? And for those brave right-wing Americans who say it's all about keeping America, keeping America's independent and safe. If you want to fight against the country, you need an F-15. You need something a little more than a gun. No, I'm not joking. Think about this. Think about the rationale we use. Sleep bro, you're doubling down. Seriously? Uh, yeah, not a popular message. Not a popular message. Even, I mean, I, I don't. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's throw up. Let's throw up the meme because uh, I think there's quite a few Americans out there who would say "game on." So for the audio audience, it says Biden. You need F-15s and nukes to overthrow the government, and it's a a picture of a fighter jet in the middle of the street. And it says me driving my new F-15 to the nuke store. So what I find, you can take it down. What I find so crazy about this is I imagine that this is exactly what George III said, right? You're going to need warships and, and multiple cannons and, you know, infantry numbers in whatever, like the hubris. It's hubris. And they keep pushing the American people, and I have I have said and maintained for a long time that they I, I believe that they want us to be violent. I think they want us to uh, to, you know, they want American patriots to go out and do, you know, some sort of violent act so they can bring in their martial law. They can set up a, a police state and they can, you know, put us in camps. Those of us who are going to stand against them. Um, and rhetoric like this, uh, you know, kind of aff affirms that theory because Biden is provoking his uh, political opposition, um, but they don't look at us as political opposition. They look at us as, uh, you know, evil domestic terrorists that they need to round up and take out of society. They've made that incredibly clear. And so, uh, you know, I think that's that's something that everybody needs to be mindful of. You know, there lots of people are out there joking around about Biden making another F-15 and nuke comment. Um, but the fact that he's doubling down about this after he, uh, you know, got such backlash the last time and, and certainly polling on um, on this topic, at least all the polls that I've read, uh, doesn't support this type of rhetoric out of the the chief executive um, of the country. It's stunning to me that they continue to push, um, you know, and then you get into the uh, the red wave is not going to be a red wave. It's going to be a puddle. Um, Joe has, you know, talked about this a, a couple of times on the show as the lead story on CNN yesterday. Um, this is also the topic of my most recent column in Glendale Cherry Creek Chronicle, which uh, it, 
should be out or hitting mailboxes soon if uh, if it hasn't already. But it's this what what's happening to the red wave. Now, CNN is going to tell you that the American people have changed. The American people, despite the inflation, despite uh, the border crisis, despite uh, Joe Biden being a completely senile, bumbling old fool who shakes hands with the air and can't put a coherent sentence together, the American people are like, yeah, I need I need some more of that. So lots of Republicans are like, oh my gosh, this our polling's going down, right? I think the the generic congressional poll last the the couple times ago was five points. Uh two times ago, three points. This this past week it's held steady at, at three points, meaning um, it, it, the, the Republicans had a double digit lead at one point over the on the generic congressional ballot. And this is Rasmussen polling that I'm that I'm quoting. But the uh, they, they had a double digit lead and the the Democrats and, and, and CNN, I repeat myself, will tell you, well, the American people are, you know, they don't want they don't want these Republicans I actually think that's true because they've stolen primaries all over the nation. So I firmly believe, and this is the, the conclusion I come to in my column, uh, I firmly believe that that it's not going to be a red wave. Um, a, they steal elections. Full stop. Uh, it's all rigged. We've looked into it. We've, you know, I, I personally have seen with my own eyes how this system uh, is constructed and um you know you hear people like uh clay Parikh, uh colonel sean smith people who are experts in in understanding nation state critical infrastructure and how to protect it from threats and and there's stuff in that system that shouldn't be there there's uh a lot of things that really appear to be built for fraud we know this going back to the initial antrim report of december of 2020 um, but they rig elections. But even if they don't rig elections, I mean, they rig elections. They rig the primary. The candidates coming out of the primary on the Republican side, and this is across the board nationally, there's a few America First candidates that have gotten through. Um, but uh, but for the most part, the America First candidates, the ones who are really pushing for reform and change, the ones who are saying what we're doing right now isn't working. So we need to go in and shake things up and we need to we need to bring change about because that's what the American people want. All of those candidates lost. And they, All always, of the status they always seem to struggle in their elections, right? Whenever right. they're running, right. they, they seem to have issues. Right. And and the candidates that did make it through the primary, these candidates are establishment, uh, you know, the 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 balance of power between the states and the people, the state, the, the government and the people uh, is totally fine. We need more of this. Let's make it bigger. That's the candidates that got through. So it's not at all surprising to me that the support for the Republicans on the generic congressional ballot has gone down over time because the generic congressional ballot is no longer generic. It's got actual candidates in those spots and those candidates are not who the people want. Um, and so that's that's what we're seeing with uh with the the stealing of the elections but we look at those biden videos and we're supposed to go yeah um 81 million votes 81 million people totally voted for for that guy uh no 
No, I don't, I don't think anyone believes that. Um, I, I talk to everybody. I, um, you know, talk to a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of folks that, um, people on the right would think, how could you talk to, how could you talk to somebody from Black Lives Matter? How could you talk to somebody who calls themselves a communist? Because I, um, I like to talk to everybody. I like to understand where people are coming from. And I like to, um, under people that are usually at you know, outspoken about their beliefs, uh, you know, are representative of a larger population. And as a journalist, I like to find out what, uh, what makes a story a story and what, um, what makes people tick, especially people that are ideologically opposed uh, to me or people that I wouldn't normally think that I would find common ground with. I remember after the, uh, the election, we were, you know, marching on the Colorado Capitol every Saturday from election day to inauguration day, we'd go from the Capitol and march up and down 16th street mall where, you know, all the Dem the population of Denver, uh, was, was having lunch outside and we would march and, and, you know, make speeches and all sorts of things. But when we would get back to the Capitol after the march was over, the black lives matter protesters, uh, counter protesters were always there. The Black Lives Matter ones were never violent with us. The Antifa people were violent with us. But the Black Lives Matter people, they, you know, we would spend, you know, 30 minutes to an hour after the march was over and the majority of the people had left. We would sit, be in a group with all the, 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 the Black Lives Matter people that were there. A couple of times we let their uh, some of their people speak into the uh, mics during our event. They also believe the election is stolen. Nobody looks at Joe Biden and says 81 million votes. Now, back then, I mean, we're talking about, you know, December, early January, November, December, early January of 2020. We didn't have the evidence that we have now. We didn't have the system diagrams that we had now. People were just starting to kind of, huh, that looks weird, right? Like looking at the back end data, uh, like Draza Smith uncovering Edison Zero. If you're not familiar with Edison Zero, Edison Zero is when Edison is the election night reporting uh, service. They, on election night, everything dropped to zero. All the vote totals dropped to zero. Never happened before in every state, all 50 states. It's never happened before. It's completely unprecedented. Um, and when they brought it back online the the leads the the totals were inverted so it went down election night trump was winning came back up they've never explained it they've never given us any explanation whatsoever just you know dismissed us and called us conspiracy theorists for thinking that there's anything wrong with that unprecedented event that's never happened before on election night with our election reporting system. And you, and then the, the elected officials would say, I can tell you because I've had these conversations with them, the elected officials would say, well, that's just the reporting system. That's not the actual results. That's just the reporting system. But I want you to remember on election night with, I don't even think any precincts were completing or were reporting at a hundred percent. Fox news called Arizona on election night. And that held to this day, it wasn't based on vote totals that they called it. The media called it based on that reporting data. And so that reporting data is very important because the media calls elections in this country. And that reporting data went down on election night. And when it came back up, the totals were inverted. On election night, we saw trucks of ballots being delivered on election night, we saw watchers having their views obstructed as the, 
the safest and most secure and most transparent election workers put up boards over the windows so the watchers couldn't see. And this has continued since election night. Every time that people focused on election integrity uncover something, it's explained away and forgotten. We never get the answers. They never answer for any of it. It's explained away. And then we move on. And then they say, oh, all those legal cases were thrown out. 60 plus legal cases were thrown out. Not once, not once has the evidence been presented. They've been thrown out for procedural reasons. They've been thrown out based on standing or jurisdiction. Not once have they been thrown out on the merits of the case because no court has had a spine enough to talk about the merits of the case. And that brings us to Carrie Lake. So when we saw Carrie Lake's primary, um, and Mr. Producer, this stuff is in the morning folder. Um, when we saw Carrie Lake's primary, um, I, 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 I immediately said, I said it to Joe, and I think uh, Zach, I probably said this to you as well. They're going to... Could you remind me real quick which one you wanted? Um, yeah, it's uh, the Lake v. Hobbs stuff that's in this morning's folder. The, uh, there's a pundit article that, that Brian was going over. Um, it's A1 through like 8 or 9, I think. In I will get that. Order. I will get that soon. Yeah, Sorry you, about that. <laughs> um, so they're going to throw out, I said they're going to throw out uh, the injunction. Watch. Because you'll remember the entire state of Arizona was red on that map. They, every county went to Cary Lake. And as we see the continued assault on our privacy, on our freedoms, and the information war we find ourselves in, it's always important to protect your online activity. So if you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet, or maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you, if you're concerned about the privacy of your identity, using incognito mode will not solve the problem. IPVanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online, and it's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners of Conservative Daily Podcast, and you get a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you're getting nine months for free. On top of that, it's an awesome deal. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's running. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com forward slash daily. And what happened? They threw out the injunction case. So we know they steal elections. They've been doing it for a couple decades at least. We know they steal elections. Now they can say, oh, well, you know, obviously there's nothing wrong with these machines. You can win on these machines, Carrie Lake. 
you want every single county on these machines. There's nothing wrong with these machines. We're going to keep the machines in the general. What do you guys think is going to happen? What do, we, what do we think is going to happen in the general? Yeah, they're going to steal it because that's what they do. That's what they do. They do it every single time. Um, so this is uh, CanCon's article. I'm going to um, just give you guys a heads up while, uh, or give you guys an overview while, while uh, producer Zach is pulling that up. Lake V. Hobbs case in Arizona dismissed. We're sure you can guess why. And trying, trying to get through this folder. So uh, this is not nearly as easy if I'm not in the studio when I'm trying to do this and mess with my computer. Late last month, Gateway Pundit published a story about the testimony of a former voting machine tester, Clay Parikh, who was an expert witness in Lake v. Hobbs, a lawsuit calling for Arizona to cease and desist use of vulnerable electronic voting machines. Earlier this month, Gateway Pundit had the opportunity to sit down and interview Mr. Parikh, and he also uh, also gave a statement at Lindell's Moment of Truth Summit. We are trying to get um, Clay Parikh on the show. Uh, he's, if you missed his, um, presentation at Mike Lindell's moment of truth summit, go back and watch it. It is just, it's mind blowing when you see what they know, because these things, all of these things, all of these vulnerabilities, all of these, um, uh, you know, evidence of, of vote manipulation, extra databases, all of these things they know. These, these are things that they know about. The system is designed to do what it's doing. The system is working great. It's working perfectly. It's working. It's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. You remember when SISA came out, oh, we found eight vulnerabilities, but don't worry, we fixed them. Uh, first of all, you didn't find eight vulnerabilities. Professor J. Alex Halderman did, and you, did, you didn't find them in your testing. Then you say that you fixed them, and there's no more vulnerabilities, but you didn't look at anything else other than those eight vulnerabilities. And also, like I just said, you weren't the one who found those. But believe SISA when they say that there's no no vulnerabilities in our system and that everything is fine. Uh, going, oh, where'd it go? Going back. In one of the plaintiff's allegations, uh, if you find it, Mr. Producer, I'm on A2 now. In one of the plaintiff's allegations, they claim that the election equipment must undergo thorough testing by independent and neutral experts, according to ARS 16-442. While Lake V. Hobbs does not deal with the 2020 election, it is worth noting that Arizona machines in 2020 were not certified by an accredited testing lab. Um, that's getting into the pro V and V stuff. Um, and so this case, right? And there's, I, I believe that there's an injunction in Alabama. I think they're, they're filing injunctions against the machines. Um, they've thrown it out. Uh, I believe it'll it'll be appealed if it can be, um, but that is uh, it's what we would expect, right? It's what we would expect from people that want to continue to steal elections 
with impunity. I guess we're not going to have Joe today, huh? Uh, he's coming in. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So, yeah, so Lake Lake V. Hobbs um, has been thrown out. And I now, right, that sets precedent for any other injunctions. Um, nobody is going to want to touch anything so close to an election. So... On the Lake V. Hobbs stuff, uh, which one do you want yeah. to pull up? I have it pulled up now. Oh, okay. Um, let's go with number... Let's do number three, because I talked about this, but we didn't, I didn't show it. So this is, uh, this is a, a screen grab here. A3? Yes, please. Perfect, thanks. Um, so this is uh, a part of the lawsuit, an excerpt from the lawsuit. Uh, before discussing the legal merits of plaintiff's claims, the court provides a brief overview of current practices surrounding elections. Uh, Arizona authorized the use of electronic voting, blah, blah, blah. Before a single vote is cast, Arizona's election equipment undergoes thorough testing by independent and neutral ex uh, experts. And then you can see also statutorily required is that those experts are uh, from an EAC accredited testing lab before they can be used in Arizona elections. Now, we know that ProVMV is not an accredited testing labs, uh, a lab. They, uh, they have said repeatedly, no, no, our accreditation was never revoked. It's never been argued that their accreditation was revoked. Their accreditation was good until the expiration date that was written on the accreditation, which was, if I'm not mistaken, uh, 2017. So, um, they're not a accredited voting systems testing lab. Um, and also they're not really tested. We know from Colonel Sean Smith's ex expertise testing nation state critical infrastructure systems, testing, meaning trying to go in and penetrate and break, right? He knows what he's doing. The testing that they do on these machines is a joke. It's an absolute joke. And you can see uh, if you put that one back up in uh, Clay Preak's testimony mentioned above, it is suggested that the testing machine that te that the testing these machines go through is nothing more than a proverbial check in the box to instill a false sense of security that the machines are functioning properly. And that's exactly right. It is doing nothing more than creating a false sense of security. That's it, because it's definitely not security. These machines are definitely not secure. You'll remember, uh, and I don't have the paper here with me, but you'll remember before 2020, these machines can't connect to the internet. These machines don't connect to the internet. I don't even know why people would say that. These machines don't even have that capability. That is a quote from uh, the CEO of Dominion. Now, the first election in the state of Colorado where they issued guidance for security best practices was November of 2021. 
And those security best practices said, please periodically check and make sure that your your connected status on your Wi-Fi doesn't accidentally reconnect. They've never been told that before. Before, the elected officials, the clerks, were told these machines can't connect to the internet. Anyone saying that is a conspiracy theorist trying to sow mistrust and distrust in our elections. Now they issue guidance. Hey guys, clerks, <laughs> Secretary of State here. No big deal. Please check and, and, and make sure that it doesn't accidentally turn itself back on and, you know, connect to the internet. That's the guidance now that's given to the clerks. In 2020, that guidance was not provided to the clerks. So who was checking? Who was checking to make sure that the machines weren't accidentally reconnecting themselves to the internet during the 2020 election? Nobody. But they tell us it didn't happen. It can't happen. It won't happen. It shouldn't happen. It couldn't happen. Just check, check and make sure it, it doesn't accidentally reconnect. <laughs> Sorry guys. I have a, uh, an image, Mr. Producer of that guidance that was given to the clerks. I'm going to send you that so you can flash it up. So people don't think that I'm making it up. It's if. Can you hear me, Ash? Yeah, I can now. Okay, sorry about that. No worries. Um, all right, so I just sent you, if you get a second, I just dropped that into uh, our on-air comms. Um, because that's actual real guidance. I'm not making it up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't generally make things up, but... Um, yeah, real guidance. It says... It is recommended security. This is the uh, the week the the weekly brief that comes out from Jenna Griswold's office to all of the clerks. Security best practices reminder: quote It is recommended that during the election period, counties periodically continue to check that Wi-Fi is disabled on all the components of their voting system with Wi-Fi capability. Wait, I thought that these machines didn't have that capability. If possible, a guide on how to check the Wi-Fi is on how to check Wi-Fi is disabled on components of the Dominion Democracy Suite system is attached to this newsletter. It is also recommended that counties confirm that their video surveillance systems are properly working and storing the required footage. It is recommended that during the election period, counties periodically continue to check that the Wi-Fi is disabled on all components of their voting systems with Wi-Fi capability. These machines can't connect to the internet. How could you say that these machines connect to the internet? Misinformation and disinformation. We've on this show personally been accused of misinformation and disinformation for suggesting that the machines have Wi-Fi capability, um, not suggesting, proving Colonel Sean Smith has show, shows uh, uh, April 24th Republican Study Committee meeting uh, with Republican legislators in the state of Colorado. Colonel Sean Smith produced a vulnerabilities report based on what he found in, uh, in his testing and ex evaluation of the systems. And what he found was wireless modems. 
teeny tiny, like the smaller than the tip of a pencil. How is a clerk supposed to check for that? How would they know? They wouldn't. That's the point. They can come out for years, for years, go in front of Congress and give testimony, gaslight us over and over and over again that these machines can't connect to the Internet. Oh, my gosh, they don't even have that capability. I don't know why people are saying that. It's so horrible. Guys, could you check? Just, you know, check and just make sure it doesn't turn itself back on. Does it re-enable itself during the middle of the election? Now, if that couldn't happen, they wouldn't issue security guidance to check for it, especially in this climate when they don't want to issue any notices about anything because we're going to call them out on all of their uh, their inconsistencies in their story and their outright lies. They don't want to say anything, but they did put that in their newsletter this time, which makes me think it's kind of an important security reminder, right? Like maybe it's happening. And that's why we need all of the clerks in Colorado to check. Hmm. I don't know. It's interesting, though. It's interesting, though, how the story changes, how the narrative changes, how we can't connect. They can't connect to the Wi-Fi. These machines are their air gap. They're not connected. to the No, 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 no. Hey, guys, just check. The lies over and over and over again. And when they get caught in a lie, they just move on. They never get held accountable. They never answer questions. And as we discussed on, I think it was this this morning show, uh, Jenna Griswold, Secretary of State of Colorado, who is on the ballot running for re-election, and Wayne Williams, former Secretary of State of Colorado, who is running for mayor in 2023, um, and, uh, and is responsible for bringing Dominion into the state of Colorado, also is a senior advisor to Runbeck. Those two clowns just got up and did a PSA using taxpayer dollars, telling everybody the elections are fine. Anybody saying that our elections aren't fine are, are spreading misinformation and disinformation. Misinformation, like our machines are connected to the internet. Um, um, hey, clerks, can you guys check and make sure that your machines aren't connected to the internet? Taxpayer dollars to issue a PSA, which is essentially effectively a thing of value in both of their campaigns. Jenna Griswold's in this coming November, Wayne Williams in next November. Uh, he's a Republican. She's a Democrat. Spoiler, it's a uniparty. They, that, that ad's running all over the place in the state of Colorado as they are colluding to, you know what gets me the most is that all of these people spreading, uh, uh, accusing us of misinformation and disinformation are actually spreading disinformation. Actually saying these machines can't connect to the internet. Oh, wait. I mean, they can, but they weren't. When they speak to the public, they speak the narrative, the national narrative. Can't happen, won't happen, wouldn't happen. Safest, most secure, most transparent election in all of history. But when they communicate to the clerks who are responsible for the elections, they say, hey, guys, check and make sure it's not connected to the Internet. They're gaslighting. 
they're lying. And the good news is they're already caught. So we are out of time. I don't know what happened to Joe. Uh, but he'll be back tomorrow morning. Um, let's go ahead. We end every, every show with a prayer, uh, on conservative daily. So I'm going to go ahead and pray really quickly. And then, uh, just a reminder, everybody, you know, go out and send that fax, but they have to hear our voices. Sign up for conservative daily, buy us a cup of coffee a month and send a fax every single day for free, but you have to do it. We can't send it for you. You have to go in there, fill in your name and, and you can customize the message. You don't like what I write or you think it's too harsh or you think it's not harsh enough. You can go in and edit it. I want, uh, I want you guys to seriously consider that because it is a, a key, um, aspect of how we support the show and it's, it's powerful and valuable. Um, again, it's official communications with your legislators and we're putting on, on the record, putting on notice what grievances we have and what demands for redress or remedy that we want. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and, and pray. Heavenly Father, we just, we praise you. We recognize you as sovereign almighty God over this world and however chaotic it seems, however upside down and illogical it seems, we know that you're working it for our good. Father God, you said, I will confuse the wisdom of the wise, the intellect of the intellectual, I will frustrate. And as we, as we walk through this world and we see all of the, the elites, the experts, the smart people spouting nonsense and doing the work of evil, Father God, we know that, that you're allowing it to happen. I pray that you would give us calm and peace, overwhelming peace, peace that surpasses all understanding, peace that makes no sense and courage. Lord, give us courage to say the things, to step out and do the thing, whatever it is that you're calling us to Lord, I pray that you would just infuse this audience with your spirit and give everybody the holy boldness to go and do it. Father, I pray for a special blessing over Apollo, who's not feeling well. I pray for everybody in the conservative daily family. Father God, I just lift them up to you and ask that you would give them renewal. And I pray for everybody hearing this show, Father God, that you would just be with be with everyone and just make your presence known, reveal yourself to this audience in a mighty way, Father God, that they may, that they may know what you're calling them to do at this time in this place for such a time as this, Lord, what you're calling them to do and not to be terrified by it because it can be terrifying, but to be excited and to be bold and courageous. We love you, Father God. We recognize you as master of the universe, sovereign over all things. And we just praise you that you give us an opportunity to stay in your will and to do your work. You don't need us, Lord, but you want us. And that's amazing. We ask all these things in the precious and holy name of Jesus. Amen. All right. That's the show, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, Joe will be back tomorrow morning. God bless.
If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America. America.